Hello, you're listening to the Nation's Blind Podcast. I'm Melissa Riccobono, and I'm here with... Anil Lewis, and I'm listening to the Nation's Blind Podcast myself. I'm listening to it live. Yes, <laughs> I am too. How are you? It feels like it's been forever it since we've been sat down. Forever. Yeah, and this, you know, I miss this. I, I, I do too. And I'm sure our listeners did too. They, I hear as I, I travel, the people love the podcast. They really comment on our natural energy. So we're back. We're back. Yeah. So this is an interesting segment that we're talking about this month. Yeah, it's October. Yeah. And what's and, October? Well, it's White King Safety Day, White King Awareness Day, uh, yeah. Disability Mentoring. Uh, oh, Meet the Blind Month. Meet the Blind Month. That all was what I was things. saying. But it is also all Breast Cancer things. Awareness Month. I oh, mean, yeah. there's all sorts of stuff for October. <laughs> Busy month, yeah. <laughs> yes. But it is Meet the Blind Month. And it's interesting as I scroll social media. Uh, is that what you, I think that's what you say. Um, you, <laughs> yeah, you're you asking can, me, you're asking the wrong person. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but let's say, it. let's scroll some social media. What do we find? Well, you know, I've, I've found some really interesting posts some of which are are very good you know ask any question you want i'm here to educate you you know anytime you want to meet me please don't <laughs> don't hesitate you know that kind of thing uh but then i've also seen some less than positive responses to meet the blind month as mm-hmm. i'm blind why do i have to have one special month and i've had some really interesting reactions to that uh one person was was really thoughtful about it and she said you know it sort of bothered me at first, but now that I have a child, you know, there's Black History Month, there's mm-hmm. all sorts of different cultural months. Right. And she said it really does sort of help me with my child kind of educate him in, in a wider, more diverse world. And yeah. no, you shouldn't just pay attention to it one month a year, but it at least gives you a place to start and sort of something to think about. Or and time to focus. And time to focus. You can be so. orchestrated and actually have planned activities. Sure, we interact with, with people every day. Yes. Uh, but it, there is a different emphasis when you really take the time and energy to plan that interaction because then you can probably hopefully have a, a more positive uh, experience than just, you know, happening across someone on a daily basis. So. And that's really true. And on the other thing I love about it, and, and I think it's interesting that it's also Disability Mentoring Month, I mm-hmm. think you said. Yes. But I think that this really also helps newer members of a chapter or a division is planning some kind of an event. Maybe it's the newer member that's a little bit um, mm-hmm. less than sure of how they might participate in such mm-hmm. an event. But I think this is one of the things we do very well in the National Federation of the Blind. We say, come on along, we'll show you, we'll teach you. Yeah. And that's really cool. And also, students, I had the opportunity to participate in an event, and there was a young lady who I've known, I think, since she was four or five, and she was brailing names for kids and nice. for adults, and she was explaining the Braille code, nice. and she was just doing a, set, a super phenomenal job. And I just thought, oh, my goodness, it's so neat mm-hmm. to see her growing in this role, and it she's having this opportunity. Because it's a learned skill. You know, yeah. when I lost my sight at 25, the way I interacted with people was not the same. Uh, I needed to pick up on cues differently, pay attention to things that I otherwise wouldn't have paid attention to. And my interaction had to change less. The people around me thought that I was lesser than who I was before. Mm-hmm. So having those experiences and actively in- engaging, and I, I think that's especially true for people who are newly blind or especially young blind kids, to interact with successful blind adults in those spaces so they can learn those skills 
that are, are successful in coping with public attitudes and blending in with society. And even things like how do you manage a cash box at an event? How do you make sure the money stays organized and you can give the right change? Mm-hmm. How do you know when there's somebody at your table if mm-hmm. you're totally blind? You know, those skills are really important as yeah. well. And then the most important one is how do you have fun ah, in those spaces? Yes. And how do you have fun? the activity we had in Baltimore, I heard, was a blast. It was amazing. Yeah. Uh, so one of our parents was the one who's behind it. She actually owns a small store in a suburb of Baltimore called Ellicott City. She's a Mm. co-owner of a flower shop. Mm. And her daughter, who's blind, is very into Harry Potter. Harry Potter. And so Harry Potter (laughs) was the theme of this event. And this event went hugely better than I think anybody thought it would but it was really members of the national federation of the blind so many people and i think they got three times as many people as they anticipated it was crazy amazing and you know we were a small part of it but we were definitely out there in front running a booth and we'd love to tell you a little bit more about this and so i had a chance to sit down with elena crew and talk with her because she was working at this event. Um, it was nice. a parent, student, affiliate, Central Maryland chapter week. We kind of all had a little hand in it. And uh, it was a Harry Potter, magical uh, Harry Potter weekend event. Nice. Brought Hogwarts to Maryland. It did. It did. <laughs> and it didn't even rain. It was a little chilly, but it wasn't London-like. It was actually very beautiful. <laughs> very nice. I, I've, I've exceeded all of my um, British accent, so oh. I'm done. You're done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's listen to your interview with Elena. You're listening to the Nation's Blind Podcast. I'm Melissa Riccobono, and I'm here with Elena Crew. How are you, Elena? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. Elena, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit to our listeners and tell a little bit about your roles in the Maryland affiliate and uh, maybe just a little bit about kind of what interested you in the Harry Potter event and helping out with that for our Meet the Blind Month. Yeah, sure. So I serve as the uh, Maryland coordinator for our career mentoring program here at the NFB. I also uh, am currently involved in the student division here in Maryland, and I have definitely been a pretty big Harry Potter fan for a while, so I got really excited, like, the moment that I heard that this was a thing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, like, pulled out a costume and (laughs) came in full regalia and was, I was ready. She was definitely right. And she's being very modest. She's actually the president of the Maryland Association of Blind Students, just so everybody knows. So why don't we talk just a little bit, because I was um, happy as the president of the Maryland Parents of Blind Children. I was really excited also to be a part of this event. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, listeners don't want to hear from me. They hear from me all the time. So why don't you share sort of some of your impressions? What was fun about the event? What did we do? I guess, you know, we've talked about the event, but what types of things were at this event? Um, how was it set up? And sort of what was our role? So what we what we did was we had partnered with some of the local businesses in the old Ellicott City area to put on a, a big Harry Potter uh, weekend, basically. Um, so we had we had a scavenger hunt going where you'd get Harry Potter themed clues. There was a costume contest every couple hours. 
Um, there were all kinds of neat little events happening at some of the, the local businesses. Uh, I think there was a build your own little potion vial yes. station, which was awesome. Yes. There was butterbeer everywhere. It was so cool. <laughs> and I love butterbeer. I partook in some holly juice ice cream Ooh. myself. <laughs> oh, did you change? What, who did you transform into? Um, You know, I think I got a cat hair in mine. Oh, so, no. So. That's really dangerous. <laughs> oh, was it noir? Yes. Oh, my goodness. It's my pet cat. For oh, anyone who's wow. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah, it, it was an interesting experience. Oh, did uh, Madame Pumphrey have to uh, set you right? Oh, yes. Because, you know, that, that's not really for pet transformation, <laughs> you know. I spent a good a solid day in the infirmary wow. after that. Oh, my so. goodness. Well, I'm, you, you look wonderful now. <laughs> it worked out okay. Well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, it was so cool to see everybody, and everybody was so excited, and the businesses were perfect for this event because a lot of them are very small, independently owned shops. And Mm -hmm. so they were able pretty seamlessly, actually, to put Harry Potter merchandise and activities and stuff in their stores. And they really got into the spirit, which was super fun. Yeah, it was really cool. We also did some brailing, right, at the tent that we were working at? We did, yeah. So um, we we ran sort of the, the welcome tent where people came to get their, their scavenger hunt papers um, and sign up for the costume contest. And at that same table, we had a station where uh, people could have their names written in Braille. So a lot of the time it was super cool because the kids, the little kids would get really excited and they'd come over and they'd be like, oh, that's my name in Braille? That's so cool. <laughs> And then my parents would be like, and you can use the, the alphabet above it to decode it. It's like a secret message. And mm-hmm. some of them would, uh, sometimes it was the parents that would have like, I love you, Sarah, Aww. written on it so that their child could read the secret little love note. And it was, it was super cool. And we got to explain how Braille worked and show them how we write it on a Braille writer. Yeah. So it was awesome. And we really ran the tent mostly ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, It was, I mean, we certainly had, because we do have some sighted members, of course, but a lot of the time it was blind people sort of running the whole show. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it was kind of funny because Elena and I worked together for a while and we were giving out change. And all of a sudden Elena said, can you come over here? Because this cash box just is not organized well. So I pulled out my phone and, you know, we were the ones that were organizing the catch box because, you know, the people that could see the money just thought, I guess, although I don't, I don't know. I don't quite understand why you wouldn't want a cash box organized just in general. Right. Uh, But anyway, we (laughs) were able to organize it and um, use that technology. And some people saw that as well. So it was really a very fun event. Um, I don't know about mm-hmm. you, though, Elena. I got a little bit tired of explaining the scavenger hunt over <laughs> and over and over. I had over. a grand old time doing it. <laughs> you liked it. Okay. I had go. fun. It was it was a good a people day. But it, it really was cool just how even, as you were saying, the cash box, even that was a super cool little moment of education to see them mm-hmm. kind of watching blind people picking out the right bills and giving them proper change. and. Yep. Getting to understand, oh, you can you can keep track of your money this way, and so I think there were so many things touched on in, as a Meet the Blind Month activity. And you got to actually go out into the festival. I yes. was pretty much in the tent the whole time because I only came for a day, mm-hmm. and 
it's a long story, but I didn't really venture out. You were actually out in the crowd <laughs> at the stores and, you know, just sort of being one of the participants also in the yes. festival. Do you want to talk a little bit about that and sort of how that was? And did you have any interesting interactions while you were doing that? Yeah, so it was cool. Um, I... I mean, I came in full costume. I was Professor Minerva McGonagall. And I <laughs> um, I think on the second day, some, some friends and I, we, we all, uh, a couple other blind friends, went out to, to go explore and check it out. I mean, it was kind of amazing how, like, just because a lot of the people had seen blind people running the tent, that we almost kind of just blended right in. Like, they had just gotten that much more comfortable already. And some people even came up and said, hey, are you part of the organizers? And we were like, yeah, we, we helped to put the event on, and we got to tell them a little bit more about what we do in the National Federation of the Blind and, you know, how the how the partnership came to be. And it was, it was really, really cool. Well, it was a super successful event. I think we learned a lot. I think the biggest thing we learned is if you're going to hold an event like this, there's going to be thousands more people than you think there's yes. going to be. There were people coming literally from like two and three hours away yes. to participate, which yes. just blew us completely <laughs> away. It was amazing. Well, and even I was surprised. Um, like I've I've been to things like anime conventions and comic cons and, you know, sort of that scene. So I, I sort of anticipated that we would totally get some, you know, some adults um, sure. coming from like the, the nerd convention scene kind of thing. And even taking that into account, I was still just blown away. I mean, we were out of our little quote cards to hand out within like three hours of I the know, first day. I know. Yeah, that's actually the other thing we should mention. Um, we did have some really cool Braille. We had scavenger hunt clues in Braille if people wanted them. But we also had little quote cards that people could get as part of the scavenger hunt mm -hmm, that like were print in Braille, little collectibles. So that was really very cool. But yeah. yeah, we ran out of them and I think, very, very fast. And I think we had a thousand to start with. Yes. And within like three hours, all of them were they gone. Were, they were gone. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to share? I think that about wraps it up. It was just, there was an amazing spirit at the event and it was nothing but a grand old time and people loved it. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Elena, for sitting down with me. And uh, I can't think of a good Harry Potter quote to say goodbye <laughs> with. So I guess I just have to be boring and say... <laughs> See you soon. <laughs> the Chamber of Secrets has closed. The Chamber of Secrets <laughs> has closed. <laughs> Excellent. Makes me wish I would have been able to participate. I'm a big Harry Potter fan myself. I actually read the book series backwards. Uh, oh, from, wow. From, from seven down to one because oh. I, I came on the Harry Potter train very, very late and I got that first book at uh, book number seven, and I just got so caught up in the writing and the character. And the interesting part about it is reading it backwards still was so equally enjoyable. She's a phenomenal writer. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. She is. And obviously there are just thousands of people all over Maryland, and I'm sure all over the country, who think Harry Potter's awesome, too, and yeah. just got so into this event. And it was um, – I don't think I have ever – said the same thing over and over so many times in my life. You know, we were selling these scavenger hunts and you had to explain the scavenger hunt. <laughs> and my friend picked us up and, and she said, well, how was it? And I said, okay, I, if I never have to explain about this scavenger hunt again, I'll be very <laughs> happy because I just, and people just kept coming. It was amazing. Yeah. It the was. most powerful thing about the Harry Potter stuff in the context of Meet the Blind is I love the fact that it was the first book 
that was released in Braille and print at the same time. Yes. And our blind kids were crazy about yes. reading that book. Yes. I, I remember our first U Slam, someone made a reference to Harry Potter and the crowd went just crazy yes. about that. But that, that really, I think, is very symbolic of Meet the Blind Month. We want to compete on terms of equality. And in order to do that, to be fully participating members of our society, we have to be respected with the same capacity to be fully equally participating members of society. So yeah. hats off to Harry Potter. Yes, absolutely. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe we should close it out then. You Sounds know. good. We'd love some feedback. Uh, we know we've been away for a while, and uh, we are hoping to bring you another podcast in November very soon. But we would love to hear your feedback, ideas, Always. things that you'd like us to cover, things that you you know, don't like about the podcast, we'll be, we'll be happy to, you know, try to address those as well, but you can certainly, <laughs> we'll leave those for Melissa. Uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I'm a counselor, so I can, I can they, handle those. Excellent. So you can, I'll do the hard ones, Anil. You can, you can tweet us, well, you, know, you know, at NFB underscore voice, or you could find us on Facebook, just search for National Federation of the Blind. Good. Or you can call us with your flip phones. <laughs> or your landlines. <laughs> landlines, yeah. And if the, you have a rotary those phone. old princess that, phones. If you yeah. have one of those, that's like extra bonus points. Yeah, with the extra long extension cord. <laughs> and you would, you would dial these numbers on the rotary phone, 410-659-9314. Now, how you enter the extension 2444 with the rotary phone, yeah. I do not know. I think you'd have to wait on the line and yeah. have Ashley help you. There you go. Yeah. Ashley's number one. Yes. Yeah. You can also email uh, dial up connection or or not uh, <laughs> podcast at nfb.org. Yes. And we've had some individuals actually record some of their comments on their phone and email them to us. So yes. however you can reach out to us, however you can share your opinion and, and your feedback, we're welcome to receiving it. But until next time, you can live the life you want. Blindness is not what holds you back.